Hi friends, I'm Jenny Meyer, and you're listening to The Rooted Podcast, where we talk about real life, biblical truth, and how to walk with Jesus through it all. Be sure to follow me on social at Jenny Meyer and at She Is Rooted. Also check out the website, JennyMeyer.com, as it is my mission to help women cease the striving while resting into who God has called them to be. Now let's get started. Hey ladies, if you are wanting to put Jesus over everything, and maybe you're struggling doing that, I encourage you to join us starting March 9th in the Jesus Over Everything study by Lisa Whittle. We will be joining together virtually for six weeks as we dive through this study and learn how to really put Jesus first. This study guide is an experience with a simple truth that will change everything about your day to day. Your life will be less complicated if you put Jesus first. Every reference in the Bible to a healthy spiritual life is dependent on putting God first, but there are a lot of things that can get in the way of that ultimate priority. And in this study, we are going to be working through each and every one of those things. We will look at real over pretty, love over judgment, holiness over freedom, service over spotlight, steady over hype, wisdom over knowledge, honesty over hiding, and commitment over mood. Again, we are starting this study on Wednesday, March 9th, and I would love to have you join. It is a virtual study, so you can do it in the comfort of your own home. Check it out at jennymeyer.com slash Bible study to join. Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. Um, I have a guest with me today, Anne Markey, and I wanted to bring her on the podcast because I um, just loved her testimony and how God worked in her life and her husband's life. And I think in today's world, we need to hear positive testimonies that God is at work in big, big ways right now. So Anne, welcome. Um, I'm excited to have you and to chat. Um, If you want to start by introducing yourself, that would be great. Yeah, well, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be on your podcast. I've been listening for a while and just I'm always so encouraged to hear women share their stories and how God works in them. And um, yeah, my name's Ann Markey. I'm a Christian blogger, a speaker, writer. Um, I published my first Bible study a year ago called Who Am I? Discover Who You Are in Christ. Um, and yeah, I'm just on this journey of sharing my faith online and trying to obey God's call in my life. And, um, yeah, as you said, the world is crazy, but we can bring light into the, and hope into the crazy. Yes, we can. We need that right now, (laughs) now more than ever before. Um, and so you're in Canada, um, a lot is going on in Canada, you know, the past couple of weeks, I can't even imagine. Um, so it, you know, has that affected your life, you know, before we get into your story? Um, in small ways. Um, so I live in Edmonton, Alberta, which is the West end of Canada. And so we do have lots of truckers. Um, and so, you know, on the weekends, we could hear the honking on the highway as they went by. Um, And then, you know, different conversations with people and navigating, you know, loving others when we disagree. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, but also like I'm from Ottawa, and so that's where I grew up. And so just watching the news and seeing people, you know, in a city that I love and grew up in, it was hard. And, you know, my brother lives downtown, so he was really in it every day. Um, And so just hearing his perspective and again, it's just, you know, like having grace and love for both sides and for each other and trying to just have those conversations in a loving way, which you know, it's harder than it sounds. Oh yeah. I can't imagine. Um, well, I mean, I can't imagine it's, it, I think it's affected, it's affected every single person. The past couple of years has affected every single person on this, um, earth. And I think it has like ruined a lot of relationships, um, which is sad and that's not what God wants at all. So with all that being said, do you want to start in with your testimony? Because I mean, God is so good. And I think that's the message of all of this is that he is at work still. Yeah, he is good. And that's one of the things I fall back to, certainly in these troubling times, you know, I remember the ways in which he's worked in my life before. And, you know, he's worked in some pretty miraculous ways. And one of the biggest ways really is, um, you know, growing up, there's always these Sunday school stories that you read and you're like, that, like, that doesn't sound real. That doesn't happen today. That doesn't work. And for me, that was a story of Abraham when the Lord said, okay, like pack up your tent. I'm going to move you somewhere, but I'm not going to tell you where you're going. And I just thought like, man, <laughs> how do you do that? That is not possible. Well, lo and behold, years and years later, that's exactly what happened to us. Um, I, you know, my husband and I, we had our daughter, our eldest daughter at the time was two and a half. And um, I was maybe like two months pregnant with our second child. And my husband lost his job. And so we just felt you know, lost. And what do we do? We have this child and another one on the way. I was, you know, a stay at home mom, because we had decided to do that. So suddenly, we had no income. Yeah. And so we started the process of my husband looking for work. And as we were praying and bringing it towards the Lord, we really felt the Lord saying, um, you're going to move to Edmonton kind of thing. My husband's brother was out here and we just knew that there was just at the time there were more job opportunities. And so that's that's across the whole country, right? My understanding. Okay. Yeah. And was all this before COVID before 2020? Yes. Yes. Thankfully this was maybe, Oh, like 10 years ago now. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. In a, in a world that we no longer understand, like what? Yeah. 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 Again. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, it's a, yeah. 31 hour drive or something like that from uh-huh. Ottawa to Edmonton. Yeah. So it's a pretty far distance. Uh-huh. Um, but as we kept looking for jobs, you know, nothing was coming up. And before we kind of had decided to go to Edmonton, my husband really spent time looking, you know, for jobs in Ottawa. And then he'd come to me, he's like, okay, and don't freak out. I'm going to start looking, um, you know, in, um, 
Eastern Canada because we really loved Halifax and the coast. And so I was like, okay. And then, you know, a week or two later, okay, Anne, I'm going to start looking farther, but this time West and, you know, like each time it just got farther and farther. Yeah. And, but nothing was coming through. And so it just got to this point where we were like, okay, like, what do we do? You know, how do we navigate this? And so we knew we had to move because, you know, it was either we weren't going to get a job and couldn't afford where we were living (laughs) or we were going to get a job in the same city, but needed to upgrade our living space because we were going three to four, you know, Um, and we really had no clue which one it was going to be. So, you know, we gave our notice to the landlords Mm -hmm. and then we were so confident in God's direction that we planned for my husband to leave Ottawa. I think it was like May 1st. And um, we even booked tickets for my daughter and I to like fly out later on in June. And so like everything was booked, but we didn't have work. And then, you know, as the date kept going closer to May, my husband got a call from a company in Toronto, which is still in Ontario, just a couple hours away. Mm-hmm. And it was going really well. And my husband and I were really confused because we were like, well, we don't actually want to live in Toronto. And that's not really where we feel the Lord's calling us. Like, have we been hearing God wrong? Mm-hmm. Are we totally, you know, going in a different direction? And, um, Finally, you know, I think it was like the second or third interview and it was, I mean, like all the signs were there. We were starting to look at places to maybe look at, to live, like all the things still confused. And my husband actually on his birthday got the call from this company and they said, you know, sorry, you didn't get the job. And, you know, when they found out it was his birthday, they're like, oh, so sorry. And he's like, no, it's actually good. Cause we, yeah. It's fine. And yeah. so we had like relief, but we still didn't have any work mm-hmm. in Edmonton. Mm-hmm. And so we just didn't know what to do. And so finally, I think it was like a week before my husband was supposed to leave. We just sit down and we just pray together. And we had done this before. And I don't know what was really different about this time, but we were just really petitioning the Lord. Mm-hmm. And we're like, Lord, you know, this is coming really up quickly, you know, what's going to happen kind of thing. Anyways. So I go to bed, my husband keeps looking for work. Uh, The next day he was helping my brother-in-law paint some houses and he gets this call and it's a company from Edmonton. Um, And um, the call's going really well. And they're like, could we do just like a starter interview right now? And so my husband, you know, like covered in paint on the phone before Zoom, right? (laughs) Oh, goodness. Yeah, everything before Zoom. (laughs) Yeah, doing this like first interview with this company. And, you know, he could barely remember who it was because he had applied for so many jobs. Um, And it went really well. And they said, well, we really can't offer you the job until we meet you in person. And my my husband's like, well, it so happens (laughs) that I'm leaving Ottawa May 1st and I will be in Edmonton I think it was like Wednesday night or something and so they had an interview on the Thursday and so he had the interview on that Thursday and like within a week he had started work 
And, um, yeah. And so just kind of that process of really like knowing the Lord was moving us and just Mm -hmm. trusting in every step and just really having to depend on the Lord and him just opening the doors and opening the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's so true that like that first step of faith is so hard. It is so hard. I mean, I, I can't imagine like moving your whole family across the country and, but you feel in your heart that no, God is telling you to do this and you take that step of faith and then look what he did. Um, and I love that you compared it to, um, Abraham because that's what it is. That's exactly, I mean, Abraham didn't know where he was going. Um, but he went, he left his entire family and I mean, was promised descendants too numerous to count and look where we are today. Um, so what a cool, cool story. Yeah. And honestly, you know, when people ask me about it, they're like, how did, you know, like, how did you do that? And in that moment, I was like, well, you know, because not, I don't want to say it was like desperate measures, but it was really like, there's no other choice, but to have faith. I mean, really we're at this dead end, right? It's like, it's either, I mean, there is really no other choice. And so in that moment, it was really easy, but even myself, when I look back at that, I'm like, how in the world did I do that? Because my husband had left May 1st and I actually stayed behind for another two months. And so, you know, by the time I left, I was seven months pregnant with my child, you know, moving across the country with a two and a half year old yeah, toddler, toddler. Yeah. you know, that wouldn't be fun, <laughs> you know, like packing our entire apartment pregnant. And so like, can't lift heavy boxes. <laughs> Gosh, yep. Oh. You know, I mean, it was just like all the things. And then, you know, navigating this two and a half year old again, before zoom, we had Skype, Right. And so Mm -hmm. she would see my husband maybe for five minutes every day for those two months. And, you know, I mean, thankfully I had family and there's lots of people supporting me there, but Mm -hmm. yeah, it was, it was really just uh, hard, but just knowing that, no, we have heard God. He has opened the way. This path is really clear. And then just having to do it. And I remember, um, you know, I wasn't sure how long it would take me to feel at home in Alberta. Um, and it was like within the first month, I just felt like, wow, no, this is home now. Yeah, and, and that's good. Uh, yeah, and that was 10 years ago. And so now yeah. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> yep. And and God works in mysterious ways that we don't understand. I mean, it's that peace that passes all understanding that we literally cannot comprehend. Um when you follow his lead. So, um, one question for you, how did you know, like in your heart that it was God pulling you to Edmonton? I know that, um, some believers would question like, well, how did you really know? And maybe some early, um, like baby believers, um, that could be listening Mm -hmm. to this podcast. How would you explain to them that? So, um, for me, I, it's just that like prompting in my heart and in my mind. And so 
you know, some people would say they hear the actual voice of God. And sometimes I'm like, well, is it his voice, but in my brain, or is it my voice that, you know? And so it's like, I, I, there is an audible thing that I just feel like this is the answer. And so, um, and so for us, it was like, you know, we had the idea of Edmonton came up. So like I said, my, my husband's brother was out here and anytime he'd have conversations with my husband and be like, come to Edmonton, there's jobs here, come to Edmonton. And so the more we thought about it, it's like, okay, that makes sense. Edmonton seems like a good place. And so my husband and I, when we first got married, one of the things that we agreed was that like on any huge decision, we would both have to have peace about it at the same time. And really, really feel that like, you know, we've been married 15 years and the Lord has just provided that for us. Any big decision we've made, we've both had peace about it and peace about it at the same time, you know, Mm -hmm. because sometimes, you know, one person can have peace and the other doesn't, and then you flip flop. And so that we just both had that peace. And so we knew that, but then also it's that repetition. You know, if I think of, um, Samuel, when he was a child and he's lying down and, you know, the Lord calls him and he doesn't know who it is, the Lord repeats himself. And I think it's like three or four times or something like that. And so, you know, the Lord isn't hiding his will from us. He wants us to follow him. And so if it's really something that he wants us to do, he will repeat it, whether it's through, again, another prompting, other people, circumstances, whatever, it will be repeated. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, just the repetition and then that peace between my husband and I, those were the two biggest things that just helped us know that it was the Lord. Yep. Absolutely. I love that story of Samuel. Um, it's one of my favorites. And finally, you know, like I'm here, Lord, <laughs> you know, I'm listening. Um, and, and you're so right. God does speak to us and, and wants us to listen. But, but again, I've emphasized this on past podcasts and I want to emphasize it again right now is that we cannot listen and we cannot hear the will of God. If we are in noise constantly, if we are in the world and, and all of this going on around us, um, you're not going to hear God's will for your life. If you are so caught up in the world and the noise of the world. Um, so take, you know, step aside and, I love that you say both of you had to feel peace at the same time, because that's true because the enemy wants to divide, right? The enemy would want to whisper lies to some one of you and um, to where it caused a division and there's anger and a division in that marriage. So you are so right when you say that you both have to have that um, in listening to God and just knowing that that was really the Holy Spirit. Um, So, yeah, and it, it really helped us to have that kind of, I don't want to use the word rule. Cause I know a lot of people kind of cringe at like the idea of marriage rules, but just as a, like understanding between us that this is kind of how we worked best together. And so, because that was already established, you know, in that moment, we didn't have to decide, okay, how do we handle this? Because we had already practiced that and we knew that that's how we worked well. And so, you know, when you're trying to discern 
what to do, it's not necessarily the best time to figure out, okay, how do I talk about this with my spouse? Like, that's really something I encourage people to do, you know, even before you get married and really at the early, it's like, okay, you know, when we face big decisions, how are we going to do that together? What presets do we want to put in place that will help us, you know, be united, as you said. Um, And so that was really helpful. For us. Yeah, absolutely. And always knowing coming back to God, God has to be the center. Um, he absolutely has to be the center of, of the marriage and individually too. you know, where God is your center, God is his center. And so when you come together, God blesses that as well. Um, and so I love what you, what you stand for and what you are doing. Can you tell um, the listeners a little bit about your one determines life um, and what you're doing for women right now? Sure. So with my blog, um, I'm really, my passion is to help women read the Bible and understand it. And I find that a lot of people do that, but kind of taking it a step further and saying, okay, so what, what does this look like in my life? How do we apply this on a day-to-day basis? Um, Because I find that often that's a big piece that's missing. Um, Mm -hmm. And so that's what I try and do. And I do that through providing, you know, Bible studies and um, a membership where, you know, I train women to read and understand the Bible and then some lessons on um, applying it. And um, in April, I'll be hosting a summit called Grow in Trust, which is all about helping women discover God's will for their lives. And so um, we have 18 speakers going through lots of subjects, really helping women in really practical ways, how they can apply that idea in, you know, one is about joy and then different one is about rest. And another one is about God's plan for the family and really just giving some practical tips for women. I love it. And I, I was going to be one of those speakers. Um, but the timing, um, if you're listening to this, the timing, I was going to be out of town, um, when this is going on and I just couldn't swing it. And so I had to, I had to bow out. Um, but in the future, like I told you, and I would be more than honored to be one of your speakers. Um, if you do this again, um, but I mean, it sounds amazing. And I love that, that your heart behind it is really just helping women. I think we align in a lot of what we really want to put out there. Um, because a lot of women are confused in today's world. There's so much thrown at them, um, you know, on social media and telling you that you need to be this and do this and, and hustle, hustle, hustle. And then you have like others who are like, no, you know, look at God's word, what it says, like rest, like we need to work from our rest. And that's, I mean, that's where my heart is because I came from that background of go, go, go. Um, and so Mm. just, just seeing your heart in all of this, ladies, if you're listening, I really encourage you to check out Anne's blog, um, one determined life, and then look at that summit in April. It is a virtual summit. Um, again, yeah, lots of different speakers on different topics, but finding God's will for your life. Um, so again, I'm so sorry. I can't be one of the speakers this year. Um, no, it's okay. And no, I just love, uh, you know, through this, you know, I've made so many relationships with different Christian women. And honestly, like I've been just encouraged by what they're doing and how God's working in their life and making those connections. And it's really just also been encouraging to me. And so, um, yeah, and listening to you and your journey and your podcast, and I'm sure we'll work together again. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, so as we kind of wrap up, um, 
with your testimony and just that overall concept of like hearing God listening and doing, what advice would you have for anyone listening to this right now? Yeah, I think, you know, the biggest thing, um, and I think we kind of circled around it, but, you know, you're not going to know God if you don't spend time to get to know him. You know, I think about, you know, babies, they recognize their, you know, mom's voice right away because they were in them for nine months. Um, but a stranger, they don't. And so it's kind of the same concept with God. You know, we can, we can know that God exists. Um, but if we really want to have that relationship with him, it's just spending time with him, spending time in his word, you know, um, with other Christians and just listening to those truths. And like you said, you know, it's like turning off the world Mm -hmm. and, you know, I can't even tell you how many people I've stopped following online because it just makes me angry and makes me frustrated. And I know that's not what God wants for me. And so just choosing, you know, truth and God in his word. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, that's so true. And that's something that I harp on all the time. Uh, when I'm on social media, you guys get in the word and the more you are in that, the more you're going to crave it. Um, you know, it's so hard to, uh, to really explain that unless you have truly experienced it on your own, that the more you are in God's word, reading his truths, spending time in prayer every day, um, the more you're going to crave it. And you'll want to learn, you'll want to read more and know those, those stories um, of the Bible and how it applies, because there's nothing new under the sun at all. Um, It's all happened before. (laughs) Totally. And, and honestly, it's like, um, it's the idea of like, you know, when God says, I am the bread of life, and we think bread is so simple, but like, I actually was a missionary kid in France. And so for me, bread is like a baguette, like fresh baked out of the oven. And it's like, the most amazing thing. And it's like, you know, taste it. (laughs) And then once you taste it, you get hooked because it's like so great. And it's the same with God. God says, you know, like I am the bread of life, taste and see, you know, come and see, just experience it. And once you do, you know, you do fall in love with it. And then, you know, once you hear God once, you know what he sounds like. And so the next time it's easier and then the next time it's easier. And so it's all just a growth, you know, faith journey. And I just always encourage women like, you know, just start. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. You have to. And I love that analogy of, of, um, being in your mother's womb. Like you knew that voice because you spent nine months together day in and day out. So would you know if God was speaking to you, if you are, if you don't spend time with him, that is like probably the best analogy that I've ever heard in relation to that. So thank you for that. Um, so Ladies, I hope that you found um, this testimony just to be some encouragement to you to to get in his word, to hear his voice and to know that that God's at work right now, despite what we are living through, um, God is at work and big things are happening and he has a plan for each and every one of us. And I keep telling myself, I am so blessed to be alive during this time even in the times that seem fearful. Um, 
but we are so blessed to be alive. We are so blessed to literally see the Bible come to life right now. Um, I know in my own life and my own quiet time in just reading passages, I'm like, I can see what's happening in today's world. It is, it's right here. Um, and so again, ladies, I encourage you to be in the word. Um, so, and thank you so much for sharing your testimony. Um, where can people find you and find out more about your summit? Yeah. So you can find me on my blog, which is onedeterminedlife.com. And on the homepage there, um, you'll see links to the summit. It'll be right there. Really easy for you. And on any social media, I'm at one determined life. Perfect. And your, um, your Bible studies on your website as well, if they want to check that out. <laughs> yeah, okay. exactly. Everything awesome. you need about me is there. <laughs> Awesome. So ladies, go check it out. I will put the link in the um, show notes of this podcast. And Anne, again, I thank you for sharing your testimony, taking time out of your day, um, just to encourage women too, that are listening to this. So um, ladies, I hope you have a great rest of your day and I will chat with you guys soon. See ya. Bye.